Hi friends, it's Lee here. Welcome back to another episode of the Thinking Mystic Podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. So I hope your new year has been off to a good start. Um, I think we were all surprised that it took like three days for us to come closer, significantly closer to the edge of worldwide nuclear warfare. Um, you know, I had that pegged down for like August. I'm kidding, I didn't. Um, I had it actually done like a year ahead forecast at 2020 and I'm kind of glad because that's, I mean, it's it's a real bummer (laughs) to be quite honest. But anyway, um, so yeah, I hope despite that, uh, you're all doing good. Um, No complaints here, just absolutely dying of heat here in South Africa. So if you do hear like a funny noise in the background, that is the fan. And I did consider turning off the fan for, you know, the duration of uh, recording this podcast. But it was a question between sound and background and me literally dying. So, you know, I was kind of selfish there, I do admit. But anyway. Okay. So today, today, today I want to take a look at Trump. Um, So, yeah, he apparently order well i say apparently i mean this did happen but apparently he was the one who gave the order that the iran general whose name i cannot really remember i think it's Soleimani, but i'm not entirely sure so bear with me as i just say the iran general yeah so trump had him killed um ostensibly to uh, provoke a war with iran so that's fun. Um, there are different hot takes on why this happened. I think those of us who are not Donald Trump's biggest fans, I mean, we can just, you know, there are so many reasons that this would benefit him starting a war right now. Um, it would divert attention from his impeach- uh, upcoming impeachment trial in the Senate. Um it certainly diverted attention from the fact that, you know, previously they'd suspected that uh, Deutsche, ba- Deutsche Bank, I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly either, um, but this is the bank that basically kept giving Trump money when no one else would. And the question's been asked, why is that happening? And there are also links to between this bank and... Um, the justice who retired essentially to make way for Brett Kavanaugh Uh, and there's an article and I can't remember their name either you know for someone who's focused on new stuff I'm pretty bad at it but anyway um, I'll try to put it in the description below this online independent um, paper I'm gonna say they found the links between Russia and this bank and Trump. Basically, Russia or some state organ of Russia underwrote the loans that this bank granted to Trump. So, I mean, if we really wanted to find a smoke, like if we needed a smoking gun, and this gun has smoked pretty profusely over the last couple of years, then now we have it. But it was essentially buried under the news about the the airstrike that killed 
uh, this Iranian general, and now all other news is dominated by the escalations and the posturing between the U.S. and between Iran. So again, not you know, if you're not a Trump fan, it's not difficult to see why he would do this and why it, it benefits him to do something so impulsively and so recklessly. Um, on the other ha- on the other hand, to be fair, let's try to be fair. Um, there do appear to be reasons for killing this dude, um, warmongering being a favorite activity of his, but still it's, you know, Trump's motives are always going to be suspect and I don't think any of us are really foolish enough. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you're not foolish enough to actually believe that Donald Trump ever does anything for anyone else's interest but his own, because he just doesn't. I honestly believe that he is incapable of of that. But anyway, so I asked the question of my tarot cards, and I did that off off recording. I asked the question, what was the motivation behind this airstrike? And I haven't turned the cards around yet. Um, I wanted to, to do that with you. So let's take a look. I'm using my uh, wild unknown tarot, and I have was prompted to draw three cards. So let's take a look at them. Okay, well, yeah. First card uh, um, is the Emperor, then we have the Eight of Pentacles, and finally we have the Five of Swords. Now I'm hearing two Shadow cards. That's interesting. The Daughter of Cups, and the Ten of Pentacles. Yeah, okay, so that tracks. Okay. So the Emperor, so the motivation behind the airstrike, the Emperor. It really was Trump. Like, I tried to phrase it in a way, because initially I was asking, why did Trump order this airstrike? But then I was thinking, because I was thinking back to the reading I the other day about, like, how the powers behind the throne are using Trump's idiocy, essentially, to their own benefit. So I wanted to keep it open. But I think in this particular uh, instance, it was all Trump. It was all his bluster and his wanting to play king rather than play uh, and actually be a president and I think that's that's a good way to summarize Trump's whole presidency is he's constantly trying to play king and playing king instead of actually being a president so yeah the emperor so the energy behind it was absolutely absolutely um, about proving something uh, Proving something about proving that he is the boss, proving that he's powerful. Um, but now that I'm looking at the emperor, I do think that again I'm thinking about the people behind the throne because I don't think that Donald Trump honestly is capable of any sort of um, like strategic thinking. But I do think the people behind the throne saw this coming, and they didn't do anything to stop or deter it because again. What at this point in time, what benefits Trump benefits them. The longer Trump stays in power, the more free reign they have behind the scenes and the more things they can get done behind the scenes, in air quotes, um, pushing through their own agendas and their own plans, while Trump blusters and detracts. And I do still think he is going to take the fall for them um, and they're going to remain in the background. 
uh, I, I do think these are going to be people that we don't necessarily hear about, like us, the, you know, the mass, the 99%. I don't think we know or will ever know who these people are, but anyway. So they did see it coming, but they sort of, they let him, they, again, they're just letting him off the leash more and more because it benefits them because he is barking like mad and the world's attention is on that and when the world's attention is on trump's mad, uh, mad barking it's not in there yeah, it's not on them and what they're doing in the background okay then the eight of pentacles again i think this is referring to the powers behind the throne again this is part of a plan this is part of their strategy it's i mean literally this card is depicting a spider's web and so it's like this is their way of sort of controlling and manipulating the situation it's like like the image i'm getting is of a is of an insect getting stuck in a spider web and then how quickly the spider notices that something is is happening and and quickly can attend you know can sort of attend to it and obviously go kill or eat whatever the the poor bug um and i think this you know the iran general was a bug to them you know to be quite blunt um, it's a victory for them but it's almost like it's a passing victory it's not the main thing again and if this were truly about Iran if this were truly about this Iran general and how dangerous he was or whatever the main focus would be that you know it wouldn't um, just be something that sort of happened by the by and that's the feeling I'm getting here. It's like it's a juicy morsel, but it's not the main course. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so the motivation behind this attack is, I mean, it is suspect, but the cars are confirming that it's suspect. They're confirming that, you know, this is something that does benefit some people. Um, but ultimately, that wasn't the motivation. His death, the the Iran general's death, was a means to an end. And that end, as we see here, the Five of Swords. I mean, that's just war, right? I mean, the Five of Swords is truly one of the most unpleasant cards in, in the tarot for me. Because the attitude behind it is so vindictive and spiteful and just cruel. It, there's a real maliciousness to the card that I don't like. Um, especially when, I mean, when you're reading about a situation like this. Um... So again, it's not like there are these pure ideals operating behind the scenes. I mean, Trump's team are playing this like it's about make Amer make America great again and keep America great, and it's about patriotism and you know, America is this be the U.S. I should say, as this beacon of freedom and whatever. But that's not the motivation behind the attack. It's about for Trump. I do think this is going back to Trump. It's about doing something because he could. And I think for someone like Trump, that is probably the biggest high he has left, doing something just because he wants to, even if it has the potential to dump the world into nuclear warfare. You know, He just doesn't care. For him, it is about power, as we see in the emperor. 
um, it's about feeding his ego, as we see in the side of Pentacles. Like, this guy's death is just a juicy morsel for the people behind the scenes, but also for Trump, it's like the juicy morsel of feeding his ego, but the, but the ultimate end goal with this action is feeding his ego and proving something about himself. And I think he took... Uh, took um, I think he took, like, a special vindictive joy out of the fact that he could order this airstrike that could mean so much in the history of the world um even though he had been impeached i do think the impeachment has a lot to do with this this is like the vibe i'm picking up it's like he's spitting or trying to spit this is his way of spitting against uh, the people who voted to impeach him this is his idea of spitting in the face of the fact that he still has to have his impeachment trial in the Senate. Um, this is him spitting in the face of the number of polls who are, you know, polling unfavorably against him. Um, it's like, well, you may think this about me, but look what I can do. I literally have my hand. <laughs> like, he literally, literally is at at every moment meters away from uh, the new, what they call it, the nuclear football. He can literally attack at any time launch, choose to launch a nuclear attack. And I'm kind of wondering about, you know, are they, considering the company he keeps, considering what we sort of theorize about the powers behind the throne and all that, when would they step in? Like, when would it be enough for them to step in? Because these are not nice people. They're not, like, working towards the U.S. ideals and background. You know, they're people like Stephen, Stephen Miller. They're working towards a very specific and particular agenda that's deeply unpleasant. Um, they don't have the world's best interests at heart. So would they really keep his finger off the button, so to speak? I've always kind of wondered, like, in the back of my mind... Um, and this is not like a prediction, this is just me wondering. Um, if push came to shove, would his would his own um, security detail kill him? Because I kind of wonder if that's not going to happen. Like, he's going to do something so outrageous, so... And I mean, we always say with Trump, like, oh... Um, this is the most outrageous thing he's ever done, and then he always he always beats his own record, doesn't he? Um, so I kind of wonder, is, is he going to reach a point where his, his, like his secret service detail is like, you know what, nah, and then they just kind of pull the trigger on him? That'll be interesting to see, but anyway. So yeah, ult absolutely this was, this airstrike was not about strategy, it wasn't about the good of anyone, it wasn't even, even about the good of America. The America of the U.S. Um, or U.S. power. This was absolutely about Trump, and was absolutely about giving Trump his way, so that again, so that the attention is off what's going on in the background. And I do think that's why there are people around Trump who despise him, absolutely despise him, but they. You know, they, um, they'll kiss the ring because it benefits what they're really working towards. But anyway. So, Shadow Cards, Daughter of Cups, Ten of Pentacles. 
um, obviously, Ten of Pentacles here would be money. Um, we do know that certain stocks rose a few days before um, the strike, and Trump is apparently telling people at Mar-a-Lago that something big was about to happen with Iran, which it really wouldn't take a genius to figure out what that was. Um, any kind of action against Iran would have sort of the effects on the stock markets that we're seeing. So again, wouldn't take a genius. So obviously people were hearing that and they were capitalizing on it. So money, definitely money is, a, is an influencer here. Um, but also in Trump's particular case, power. For him, money is power is money. Um, that's how he's always operated. That how you know that's how he still operates. Um, that's why he doesn't see any sort of issue with his his endless grafting um, from his position as president. Again, money is power is money. That's the equation that he makes. The daughter of cups is interesting. I think in this particular case. Like when I saw it, like my first thought when I saw it was Ivanka. But again, I'm, I kind of don't want to go that down that avenue anymore because that has led to some really uncomfortable discussions and I don't want to go back there. So I'm just going to sort of steer clear of it. But I think in general, I'm, I'm going to take this card to mean the Daughter of Cups is the Page of Cups, right? And that's, I don't particularly like the Page of Cups. and I know it can be a very good card. But I think in this particular context, there's a very, there's a little bitchness. I always call it the little bitchness energy. Um, I think this is Trump. Like, he is absolutely underdeveloped emotionally. Like, he doesn't have empathy. He doesn't have compassion. He lacks completely and utterly lacks self-awareness, forethought. Just, yeah, no, nothing you would associate with any level of emotional immature, like um, emotional maturity. And so part of this, I would say, the majority of this energy was coming from this man-babiness. Like if you're combining the Daughter of Cups, the Ten of Pentacles, you get man-baby energy. Um, and that's the shadow influences on this, on this, uh, on this reading. So up top, so even up top, and this is always interesting to me. Usually there's some sort of distinction between like the the upright or the the main cards of the draw and the shadow cards of the draw. That's because most of us have sort of the wherewithal to try to regulate our egos, right? Trump doesn't have that. So his his cards are often the shadow cards and the, I would say, the top cards, let's call them. They're very similar. Like, he doesn't have that filter between, like, we all have stuff that we want and desire and think about that we know shouldn't leave, like, this... It shouldn't leave our headspace, right? And that doesn't make us bad people. It just makes us people. And it actually shows that we have some sort of level of maturity because we don't just word vomit or every thought and emotion and desire out to the world, right? Because that's just not how things work. Um, Trump doesn't have that. He doesn't have that ability to distinguish. And more so, I think, he doesn't think he needs to. Like, that's his level of privilege. He just doesn't think he needs to self-regulate. Like, grab him, grab them by the pussy. I mean, does that sound like someone who's exceeding at, at self-regulation? It does not. So, yeah. Um, it's interesting that the top cards and the shadow cards are so similar. 
similar similar thing. Trump was absolutely this was a man baby thing for him, trying to prove a point, trying to prove his manhood. I would say, um, and it's all to feed his ego. Like I was telling some of this the other day again, and this is the thing with narcissists. Um, narcissists can be uh, very manipulative. Uh, manipulating but it's always towards their own end and that is their ego like they have no other vision no other goals no other interests um their ego feeding their ego that is paramount that is the only thing that their lives are centered around um and this is um, this is this is absolutely the case with trump he just is uninterested in anything else he just does not care like that's why i think we're, we're always so surprised when he he reaches some new low right me i'm always surprised i don't know why but i think that's probably because we're normal we're neurotypical like we would expect there to be a bottom you know um like surely he can go no lower than this but for trump there just isn't because again He'll do whatever it takes when it's in service of his ego. He'll he'll just do whatever it takes. So in summary, in summary, yeah, this was absolutely a man baby moment. It was it was for his ego. There's no strat like the only strategy here is from the people who are abusing Trump's idiocy towards their own ends. That's it. But I think even this was even a surprise for them. And how shit is that when you have these psychophants around you who are sticking with you, many of them sticking with you just so they can force to their own agendas and who loathe you. Um, and even they're surprised by the depths he'll sing to just to entertain himself and to make himself feel good and look good, he thinks. Because he obviously thinks he's, again, he thinks he's the king rather than the president. So that concludes this reading. That's quite depressing. Um, I think we're going to take a short break. And by short break, I mean I'm going to put in some sort of jingle. And then we'll look at something else. I think we'll look at the response we can expect from Iran in the next few weeks and the next few months. So stick around. back you're listening to the thinking mystic podcast okay so we've looked at trump so now let's look take a look at iran again i've drawn some cards they're face down so let's turn them over and see what iran's response are going to be we already know from the news that iraq probably following iran's lead have voted to expel the u.s from from iraq um Iran has vowed to retaliate, because why not? And also they've said that they are no longer going to um, uh, restrain themselves with the nuclear limits um, they've apparently adhered to from 2015. So that's, I mean, that's not at all worrying. Uh, in light of recent events. And then there's also the joint military exercises between Iran, China and Russia. And just on a personal note, I'm quite petrified of world war because South Africa, where I'm from, uh, we're actually aligned with Russia and China via BRICS. Um, 
So that's concerning to me that we might actually, if worst comes to worst, that we might actually be drawn into <laughs> into a world war. But anyway, okay, so let's turn the cards over. So Iran, what's Iran's response going to be? Justice, the Empress, strength reversed, the Aldea, the Eight of Wands, and the other Magician. Okay, the, sh the Shadow cards, we're going to turn them over as well. The Five of Pentacles, the Father of Swords, the Two of Cups. That's not hugely encouraging, I'm going to be quite honest. So obviously, like, what is Iran going to do? We're, being, we're seeing some of their perspective here. The U.S. did kill an Iranian general on, I think it was in, in Iraq. I'm not sure. Um, like, there's no question in my mind that this Iran general was a bad guy. But still, it's like, and I don't think people in the U.S. always understand this, that... Other countries get kind of prickly when you interfere with their sov sov uh, oh my god I can't say this word sovereignty is that the word yeah nations get kind of prickly about that kind of stuff um, especially when someone like Trump you know uh, and the reasons that he did it for were so you know, just completely and utterly selfish like no humanitarian goals or aims it just to sort of glorify himself and make his essentially penis look bigger because let's be honest that's what it's about with him so from their perspective this is an outrage and it's an ins you know it's an insult and um yeah so justice the card coming up here i think means they're going to be seeking justice like here you have two countries, the US and Iran, and both are concerned, let's be honest, with saving face. Like a big part of their, <laughs> their foreign policy is about saving face and trying to look like the biggest person in the room at all times. Same with Russia. Um, I mean, it's, it's no, I mean, it's obviously a huge coincidence that all these authoritarian regimes are run by men, but... But anyway, I, you know, I am, um, I digress. Let's move on. So we've got the Justice card here and the, next to the Empress card, it's making me feel like this is the cause they've been, this is, this is not a new cause for them, but this is kind of the cause they've been looking for. Like they really, I feel like they're really gonna, what's the expression I'm looking for? Um, there's a particular expression I can't, you know, it's not coming to mind, but it's about they're really going to hitch their boat. Is that the expression? I don't think it is, but I hope you know what I mean. They're really going to hitch it to this, hitch their post. No, I don't know what it is, but anyway, you take my meaning. They're really going to, like, this is what they've been waiting for to, this is like the excuse. Like, the tension has been there for many, many years, right? But under Obama, for instance, they didn't have like credible reason that would look reasonable and logical to outsiders to uh, you know to um go after or initiate something they were looking for this cause and trump has given them this cause so 
this is what they're going to pin it all on. That's the vibe that I'm getting. It's like, it's going to become like, you know how most people, not all people, but most people would go to some lengths, for instance, to protect their mother. That's like the image that I'm getting. It's like they're seeing their country and their dignity and all of that as this very frail thing and they have to protect it. In their minds, it's completely just. And again, kind of can't disagree with them here because the US does have this problem with sort of staying in their lane. They're feeling weak and they're feeling threatened with the strength controversy. They're not feeling like they're in control of the situation and so they are going to try to regain control of the situation in any way that they can. And with the Five of Wands and the Magician here, I would say that retaliation comes quite swiftly. I'm looking at this Eight of Wands and I'm thinking about... I mean, if you if you know what the Im card imagery look like, looks like, it's essentially like a lightning rod or lightning hitting a wand and then it throws out all these shadows. Okay, so what I'm seeing, yeah, I don't want like fear monger, but this is like putting me in mind of you know how the, you know, in all those f the footage they usually show of like nuclear testing. There'll be like this huge flash of light, and then all these, like I'm specifically seeing like this very, this grain like black and white footage, and then there's this bright flash of light. And then for a moment, everything is sort of starkly illuminated and you know, everything is throwing off these very dense shadows. And then the next moment, it's just obliterated. Like that's the image that I'm getting in my mind. So that's certainly something they're considering. Like not for nothing, they're, they're you know, no longer bothering with the restrictions placed on them to create nuclear material. So it's going to be a decisive strike if it does come. I'm not saying it is. I'm kind of bumming myself out with this reading, to be honest. Um, what they do do, what they do end up doing, it's going to throw up, throw up. Um, it's kind of, it's going to put everything like in very sharp relief, like. We're going to see for a few moments, and by a few moments, I mean like a few days, we're going to see like these are our options. Like we can continue down this disastrous path or we can turn back. And I'm not sure which way that's going to go, to be honest, with the world as it currently is. I'm not sure how that's going to go. But yes, yeah, so I do see them. They're feeling weak. They're striking back. They feel that they're... They absolutely feel justified in doing this for them. They're seeing it in a very black and white way. I'm looking at this justice card. You've literally got, I think they're cats. You've got a black cat and a white cat. They're seeing it in a very white and uh, white to black way. It's us against them. It's their sover sovereignty against um, US meddling, etc., etc. And they're a magician. So this is about their response. Looking at the strength card reverse, maybe it's not so much that they're feel, feeling vulnerable as they're feeling humiliated. That could be. So hurt, like a wounded ego, is like a big part of their response. I'm looking at the magician, I'm looking at all these tools that the magician has. 
and I'm thinking about they at least think they have what it takes to retaliate in kind. And they're going to be making work of that. This is something that they're definitely... For them, it's not just wanting to do it. For them, it is absolutely a necessity to do it. Um, I kind of feel like they're going to just know just... They're going to know just where to strike. I don't know, what you know where that is. I don't know what that form that's going to take. But I kind of feel like they know just where to apply pressure to make the situation go their way. And I do feel like they want to go the way of war. Okay. So turning then to the shadow cards, we have the five of pentacles, the father of swords, and the two of cups. So yeah, definitely with the father of swords and the two of cups, we need to be looking at these sort of alliances they have in the background. I wouldn't surprise... I mean, I... We, we know that they're having joint training exercises, Iran, having joint tra training exercises with Russia and with China. You want to tell me that Putin isn't involved in this? Because I wouldn't believe, like, Father of Swords is a really good call, I think, for, for Putin, because he is a sociopath, let's be honest. Um, he's usually corrupt. I don't think he's, he's, he's quite as clever as he thinks he is. But he's... Obviously, cle more clever than <laughs> enough people that he's he's done a huge amount of damage. So I do see the Father of Swords here, and it's just interesting to me. Like I'm looking at the sword that the Father of Swords owl, uh, you know, has in its uh, claws, and I'm looking at like it's a rainbow-colored sword, but ironically, and I'm looking at this lightning strike in the eight, in the eight of wands, and it's the same color. So we need to be looking at um, the relationships that Iran has, and the alliances they've been building in the background um, that may not be as obvious as their alliance with Russia, for instance. I'm looking at this contrast as well between the Five of Pentacles and the Two of Cups. Both feature roses and the Five of Pentacles, the roses wilted and dying. In the Two of Cups, you know, it's two healthy roses working together. Um... So I think it's definitely a shadow influence on Iran's reaction and what they're going to be doing going into the future is going to be how much weaker and poorer the U.S. is for its lack of allies. Um, the U.S. has alienated many of its allies. Let's be honest, most of the world leaders consider Trump to be a complete idiot. Um, they consider his, his government to be hugely corrupt and um, dangerous. They consider him a child, essentially. So as his, as the situation in the U.S. has gotten worse and worse and has failed to self-correct, uh, many U.S. allies have been sort of pulling back. And it's kind of like there's this attitude of, you know, it's... It was like they were trying to help America up to the point, and now it's like, well, you know what? Uh, we, we've, we've kind of got to look out for our own interests at this point in time. And that's what's happening. And that's one of the things that are, that are informing Iran's reaction. They know that America is weakened, and they're being whispered in the ear and being, I wouldn't say manipulated, but encouraged by this King of Swords figure and King of Swords energy. 
that you know this is maybe a strategic moment to, to strike um, even if it isn't even if it doesn't end like a nuclear war even if it they you know the the situation um, winds up de-escalating again for them it's about getting in that hit because to them that matters and unfortunately like on the world stage that matters um, so they they're going to wanting they're going to be wanting to do something that leaves a mark essentially so that even like I said even if the situation does de-escalate um, they'll be able, they'll sort of be able to point to the scar and that scar is sort of going to become a beacon so and that's kind of like the scary thing about this whole situation even if it does de-escalate the damage is done and I've been saying this about the Trump presidency all along as well. Even if the U.S. does self-correct, the damage is done. Um, things have come out during this time that, be, you know, it's just not going to go back into the closet again, to be quite frank. And yeah, Iran definitely is, is count like they're not wanting to go back in the closet again, to be quite honest. That's like the vibe I'm getting from them. But it's like if they have to, if they have to go back to sort of playing by the rules so that these sanctions are lifted, etc., etc., they'll do so as much as on their own terms as they can. And again, you kind of can't blame them for that. Um, I'm not pro Iran, by the way, just because I'm. Mean, it's kind of sounding like I am, but just you can't blame them for that. I mean, Trump's action was completely and utterly irresponsible um so it's hard not to see that they would be how you know how could they not be hard feel hard done by by that anyway so so yeah in conclusion iran's action they're definitely feeling they will respond in kind i feel like they'll find something particularly vulnerable and they'll want to leave a mark that's their aim it's kind of like if we can't win the war, then at least let us try to win a battle. And that battle is kind of be, is kind of like we're kind of going to become the rallying cry going forward. I am very nervous about this eight of wands and the energy behind that. I feel like with, next to the strength got reverse, if they're pushed to it, they will go nuclear. They'll do that. They'll go there if they're pushed to it. Um, and there are significant factions of them who want that. I do think there's a like a majority um, uh, energy and ad um, advice and guidance and as much as their leaders listening, their supreme leader, about maybe not going literally nuclear, but there are people who want that. And like if there's enough pushback from the US and you know depending on their behavior going forward, Iran is willing to. They are willing to escalate all the way. Um, but I do kind of feel like it's like they're the just like, we'll try to get as much damage in as we can, while we can. And, you know, it's it's uh, the same way how it's death by a thousand cuts. That's the expression I'm looking for. They're sort of employing a death by a thousand cuts strategy. If they, if they can't get outright warfare, and that's what they're going to go for. They're going to go for the death by a thousand cuts. 
very interesting that sh the shadow influence cards here definitely we need to be aware of and cognizant of what's going on with Iran and their you know the the alliances that they have running in the background and the kind of interference advice um advice is maybe the wrong word but you know uh, the sort of uh, pressure that the Iran is getting Iran is getting in and from whom they're getting it that's worth um noting and, and and being aware of so yeah it's going to be an interesting to see how this interesting it is going to be interesting to see how this unfolds especially considering that i'm not in any immediate danger and i am aware of that as i'm sitting here um this is one thing to speculate about it but there are real people involved in this and honestly most of the people, as and when these these things happen, most of the people are going to suffer. Not going to be people that we see on the news. Um, they'll be just like, oh, you know, thirty civilians died, fifty civilians died. I mean, think about it honestly. Like just in Iraq, for instance, or in the Middle East in general, even in Africa or into um, into Asia. Do we really know what's going on there? Do we really know, you know, do we do we really know? Are we really aware of what's going on there? It's very easy to brush things like that under the carpet, and um, it's one thing to speculate about it and to sort of like lots of people made fun of the idea of World War Three, but you know, again, this is real people's lives. This is going to have. Trump's idiocy, utter idiocy and selfishness is going to have a huge impact. It's already had a huge impact. It's going to continue to have a huge impact on people's lives. Um, and it's just scary. It's just scary to me that we're being pushed to the brink by one man's, well, not just one man's, but several men's and several leaders' um, selfishness and narcissism. Because honestly, I think at the end of the day, that's what a lot of it is about. It's just narcissism. But anyway, so that's my opinion. Please note all readings are for entertainment purposes only. So, you know, um, don't go don't go stocking up the nuclear bunker yet just on my say so. You know, wait a week. Let's <laughs> I mean this is the first week in January. Let's see what happens in the second week of January. But anyway, um thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can send me an email at thinking.mysticatumal.com. You can send me a message on here if you're, on, if you're using the Anchor app. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, all those lovely places as The Thinking Mystic. And if you would like to give back or donate or something like that, you can, you can find all my links in the description below. So I would really appreciate that. Uh, or if you'd just like to share this podcast, I would also really appreciate that. But yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thank you for your support. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely rest of the week.